Hey everyone, this is the Tripwire Podcast. I'm your host, Zach, at FF Tuba Batman. I am joined today by the entire Tripwire crew. We're all back, and you guys ready for the season. So we got Steve Lawson up top at FF by Committee, and down below we got Alex at AlexMateo94 and Joe Pepe at JPEP20. And we are part of the Triple Play Fantasy team, as well as the Fantasy Points Media Group. So guys, how's everyone doing? Right. Yeah, I'm pretty good. Don't want to be here. I want to be back on vacation, but I love you guys, so I'm back. <laughs> Don't we all want to be on vacation? <laughs> but we are really close to the season starting, so we wanted to get you guys ready to continue for those redraft talks. We did a lot of Dynasty content earlier in the offseason. Feel free to check those shows out still. And then we did some mock drafts. The last two episodes were a uh, 1QB mock and a Superflex mock uh, with a lot of great people in the industry. So go back and watch those as well to get yourself ready. But tonight or today, depending on when you're watching, we are talking sleepers. And there's really no such thing as sleepers anymore uh, because we all have the Internet (laughs) and everybody talks about everybody. So we are focusing on players that are drafted in the 10th round or later uh, based on Fantasy Pros consensus ADP for PPR. That's just the best way to get as much ADP in one spot as we can. So that would be pick 110 or later because we're basing this off of a 12-team draft. So we're trying to make this as basic for everyone out there as we can. And I understand that we are recording this on Monday, August 22nd, and the ADP could literally change by the time you watch this. So we are going with the ADP we have right now when we're recording. Everyone ready to go? Let's do it. Ready to share these sleepers? So of course we'll start with quarterback because why not? So, Steve, let me get the graphic up for the first one we're talking about. Look at him. All right, Jameis Winston, QB 23, pick 174. Steve, why is he a sleeper? Why he's a sleeper? First off, I love him because he's my fellow Seminole. I had to go with Jameis Winston because FSU, we were there at the same time, and he won us a natty while he was there. So, big fan. But – on top of that, Jameis Winston, the last time he was a full-time quarterback, was wide, was QB, not wide receiver, eight in fantasy football. This guy has weapons everywhere. He's got Olave, Landry, Michael Thomas, Alvin Kamara. This dude's going to sling the ball all over the field, and people are acting like he doesn't exist. He's currently going as QB 23. QB 23, that's pick number 174. <laughs> If I can get him at QB 15, 16, 17, I'm smashing. If I can get him at QB 14, I'm smashing on that. I love Jameis Winston. He's going to put up monster numbers, and you know Jameis is going to sling the ball downfield, and he's got the weapons to make it happen. Perfect. And now he's got LASIK, so he's seen 2020, even if he's QB 23. He's going to be eating uh, Ws (laughs) all day. Fantastic. (laughs) (laughs) So, Joe, yours is Justin Fields, QB 17, pick 135. Why is Justin Fields your sleeper? Justin Fields is my sleeper because I'm always looking for the Konami code. Everybody knows the mobility matters a lot when it comes to the quarterbacks. And we just have to look back to last year with a guy who is a little bit around this ADP, Jalen Hurts. He didn't throw for many touchdowns. He had 16. He didn't throw for many yards. He had 3,100 plus. He wasn't a crazy, amazing quarterback. And that's not going to happen for Justin Fields here either. He only has Darnell Mooney and Cole Komet, and that team stinks. The thing that's going to make him important is the fact that he has a really bad offensive line. And you would think that that would go against him, but he's going to have to run. 
And the more he runs, the higher those numbers go up. He's the safest floor that comes out. I know everyone thinks this year it's Trey Lance is the new Jalen Hurts. And it might be. I'm not saying anything against Trey Lance. But I can get Justin Fields later and build the rest of my team up and have a safe floor with a mobile Konami quarterback. Give me that all day. All right. Love it. Alex, you have Kirk Cousins, QB 15, pick 117. You like that. Kirk Cousins, your sleeper. (laughs) Going, like you said, QB 15. Since 2015, only once. He finished worse than that QB 15. Now was in 2019. He was QB 19. So he's been a consistent QB1, QB2. Joe's talking about building the rest of your roster and then taking Justin Fields. That's a swing for the fence. Kirk Cousins, he is so safe. He's going to be a QB1 again every year since 2015, other than 2019. He's thrown for at least 3,600 yards, 25 TDs, and less than 12 interceptions. So he's not turning the ball over. Situation got significantly better. He has Kevin O'Connell, a competent offensive mind, which is a significant upgrade for Mike Zimmer. Justin Jefferson and Dalvin Cook have already come out and said, we're going to be slinging the rock this year. He got a healthy Adam Thielen, K.J. Osborne to stretch the field. There's no way Cousins doesn't outperform that ADP. And you got guys like Carr at QB 14, Rodgers at QB 12, and Brady at QB 10. Cousins will finish ahead of all of them, and Kirk Cousins is a top eight lock for me this year. I like that. All right. <laughs> I couldn't resist. <laughs> so I'm going to give you guys just a few more names. They're not really going to give any analysis, just some honorable mentions for you all to get ready for your draft. So we got Tua Tungavaloa. Had to talk about him, of course. Joe knows. Uh, QB 16, pick 132. <laughs> Trevor Lawrence had a horrible rookie year. But ready for that bounce back. Uh, QB 18, pick 147. And then Jared Goff. I know, I know. But look at all his offensive weapons. That great offensive line, and look how cheap he is. QB twenty six, pick two twelve. So if you forgot to take your QB, grab golf at the end of the draft. All right, moving on to running back sleepers. So we are going to start off with Steve again, and we have Isaiah Spiller, running back forty eight, pick one fifty four. Why is he? Sh- why is he your sleeper, Steve? Isaiah Spiller is my sleeper for a very, very, very simple reason. And that's Austin Eckler was on this channel on the Triple Play Network and asked for less touches. And they went and drafted Isaiah Spiller to make sure that happened. Listen, Eckler is not a workhorse guy. He can't be. He just can't take all those hits and he needs to keep his career going. Someone's got to run between the tackles. That's going to be Isaiah Spiller. Highly touted coming into college. Came out on an Iffy year, not bad by any means, showed explosiveness, but he had a bad combine. So it's killed his draft stock. But the man knows how to run the ball, and someone needs to be that number two or 1A, as Melvin Gordon was to Austin Eckler in, well, now it's L.A., not San Diego anymore. Isaiah Spiller could very well be that goal line guy and siphon some of those, you know, 20-ish touchdowns that Eckler got. Look for Isaiah Spiller to be in the 7-9 to touchdown range this year. In his range of outcomes, I know he's gonna. He might miss week one, but stay the course. He really has the potential to be a heavy, heavy, heavy presence in that offense. All right, and Joe, your sleeper, which I'd be shocked if his ADP stays like this much longer. <laughs> Damian Pierce, running back, forty-three, pick one thirty. Why is he your sleeper that will not be a sleeper much longer? 
Well, like you said, Damian Pierce is probably not going to stay at the spot, depending on when you're listening to all this. But right now he's there. And right now he's one of the latest running backs that could possibly be a team's running back one. I'm not going to hit you with a bunch of stats here. It's the Houston Texans. They also suck. They're not great. We saw Damian Pierce have a couple of explosive plays. That was nice. The thing for me that is important here is that the Houston Texans are rebuilding. They do not need to go run Marlon Mack out there or sexy Rexy Burkhead. We don't need any of those running backs out there to see how our team is going to progress. We need to see what we have in Damian Pierce. That's how the Houston Texans should handle it, but sometimes they're not a great organization. We all know that. But they should go that route. So I'll take the shot every time at possibly having a very late running back one, a starting running back for a team. And when I say running back one, I mean Houston Texans running back one, not in fantasy football. But I'll take that shot every time at that ADP before it jumps up higher, like you said. Not to mention he's on a Lovey Smith offense that loves to feed a feed the guy, right? I mean, yep. That's that's Lovey Smith's great for fantasy football running backs. Yeah, absolutely. All right, Alex, wouldn't be a list with you if it wasn't an <laughs> eagle on there. We got Kenneth Gainwell, running back 51, pick 164. Why is he your sleeper? Yeah, you couldn't expect me not to talk about an eagle. But anyways, <laughs> Miles, Miles Sanders has been missing practice. And we saw in the last preseason game against Cleveland, yes, Scott did get the early down work, but Gainwell got it when it mattered. He got the targets. Last year when he was the de facto RB3, RB4, depending on when Jordan Howard came into the frame, Miles Sanders got hurt. He saw the second most total running back opportunities, the most targets, and still saw 68 carries. If Sanders misses significant time at all, you can get Gainwell basically for free, and he's a guy who will be able to get you 12 to 15 touches. Steve, you mentioned Isaiah Spiller being that 1B to Austin Eckler. Give it a few weeks. Gainwell will be that 1A in Philly ahead of Sanders. I hope none of my league mates are listening to this because I 100% agree. (laughs) (laughs) But please listen, subscribe, download, like. Like, like, subscribe. (laughs) Let me give you guys some honorable mentions real quick. We have Naeem Hines, running back 44, pick 134. We're talking PPR. Uh, He can put up some points for you, uh, especially on the flex. <laughs> Khalil Herbert, pick, uh, running back 52, pick 180. Uh, then, then we got Brian Robinson Jr., running back 55, pick 187. I know that hurts Steve. Um, and that, <laughs> that, felt that pick isn't going to stay. It feels there. targeted. I mean, targets that Gibson will get. Yeah. <laughs> Bruh, you know what? This wow. is for that, but. <laughs> pew, pew. <laughs> it's like I already got him on his own show, uh, which you guys should also check out on this feed, uh, Fantasy by Committee. I'm a company man. Oh. <laughs> Plug. <laughs> Best right. dollars I've ever spent. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so we're going to move on to wide receiver. And Steve, your sleeper wide receiver. Love this pick. Chris Olave. Wide receiver 46. Pick 113. Just <laughs> snuck into that 110 cutoff. So he may not be technically a uh, round 10 pick by the time you draft. But let's talk Chris Olave. I also Olave this pick. This is absolutely going to be Jameis Winston's number one target in New Orleans. Michael Thomas is already dealing with another injury. He's already hurt again. And everything you're seeing out of camp is Olave looks borderline uncoverable. Chris Olave, I'm going to heap this praise on him. And coming from me, this is like 
golden praise. Chris Olave reminds me of Deontay Johnson. Uncoverable and excellent, excels, perfect in every aspect of the field. Short, medium, deep, screens, you want it, you got it in Olave. We're talking sleepers, and I should have known you'd still sneak in Deontay Johnson yeah. on the show. I, it, it wouldn't be a show without Deontay Johnson. Gibson and Deontay on a sleeper show. I got them in there. If we did on the show brand. one week one week from now, though, Antonio Gibson would be in here the way his ADP is falling. Yeah, oh, absolutely. I don't know if a sleeper would be a consideration, but he would be in the ADP. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so we go on over to Joe. Sky Moore, wide receiver 51, pick 133. Why is he your sleeper? Sky Moore is my sleeper because I trust Andy Reid. I trust Patrick Mahomes. I trust the plays I've seen in the preseason where he's breaking away from their new cornerbacks and their new safeties and all that fun stuff on defense. He's breaking away from that. The biggest thing to me, though, is how they're setting up creative plays for him. You see in these practices, you see them doing jet sweeps and different ways to put the ball in his hands. You don't do that to players who aren't talented. You see that with Debo. You see that with Tyreek Hill. You see that with players who have immense talent because you want the ball in your best player's hands. So you don't call those plays if you don't trust him. And I do think that he might start a little slow because he is a rookie and the first couple games might be hard. Same thing happened to Justin Jefferson, though, and he blew up. I'm not saying Sky Moore is going to do the same exact thing, but he is on an Andy Reid offense, and he does have the best quarterback in the game. All he needs to do is show that explosive nature in the first couple weeks, and Patrick's going to trust him 100%, and I think it's a great flyer towards the end. Awesome. And we're going over to Alex. So we have Wondell Robinson, wide receiver 82, pick 244. This is a true sleeper pick. So, Alex. Why is Wondell Robinson your sleeper? Low low risk, literally no risk whatsoever. You might not even need to draft him. You can actually just pick him up off of waivers. Tune in before week one to find out if he's my waiver pick. Anyways, he's got day two draft capital. He broke out early in the SEC. This past year as a junior, he had 104 grabs, 13, 34, and 7, and then put up another 100 yards on the ground. That wide receiver room in New York is wide open. Kenny Galladay's cooked. Sterling Shepard, unfortunately, always gets hurt. Kadarius, Tony, they, they seem like they already grew sour of him. So Lockett's – so, excuse me, Robinson's one of those guys you can take that flyer on. And the reason I said Lockett just there is because he can either put up a Tyler Lockett rookie season number where Lockett had 50 grabs, a little less than 700 yards, and six scores. Or you can cut him by week four, and he'll end up putting up Rondell Moore. So it's low risk, high reward, but that reward could be a consistent flex play. Love it. And some honorable mentions for wide receiver. We have George Pickens. Uh, oh, got a little typo here. Wide receiver, 55, <laughs> pick 144. There's no way he's staying at that ADP. He's shooting up the draft boards, but I had to bring in George Pickens into the show. We got Rondell Moore, who you just mentioned, wide receiver, 61, pick 161. Uh, he was Mr. Inconsistent after he blew up in the first few weeks last year, but hopefully he gets some more targets this year. And then I have Josh Palmer, who's also going to be shooting up the ADP, but he's still currently wide receiver 70, pick 196. And you just got to love being tied to that offense with Justin Herbert. So before we move on to the tight ends, I did want to just make a note that we will have all of these names, all these spots uh, time-coded on our show description for youtube as well as on the podcast so if you guys are watching and you want to make note of these players for your draft 
It'll be right there for you if you're listening and you don't have time to write it down because you're driving, please don't write and drive. Uh, just go ahead and check the show description when you can and all those names that we're talking about will be there for you. So with that, we're going to move to our favorite position, tied end. And boy, do we have a sleeper in this group, but I will save that. That is called a tease in the business. First, we're going to go to Steve. David and Joku, tied end 17, pick 158. Man just got paid. Why is he a sleeper? Well, one reason is the fact that he did just get paid. The Cleveland Browns clearly like what they see in Njoku, and they're going to pay him to do so. Second, Deshaun Watson, no Deshaun Watson. He now has Jacoby Brissett. You know what? A career year with Jacoby Brissett, Jack Doyle, who's not good, by the way, was a good fantasy tight end under when Jacoby Brissett was under center. Listen, Njoku was a – if anybody was harmed by Baker Mayfield, it was David Njoku. Awful, awful QB play the entire time he's been in Cleveland. This guy is going to put up numbers. He's going to be a top 10 option for you at the tight end position. He has insane athleticism and insane catch radius, a red zone threat because he's huge. Listen, I'm buying him everywhere. I'm drafting him everywhere. David Njoku is the tight end to get late in your drafts. Awesome. And then Joe, this could be the biggest (laughs) sleeper we have ever talked about on this show going all the way back to season one. <laughs> John Bates literally does not have an ADP in fantasy pros. And I want to point out that Jared Cook, who is still an unsigned free agent, has an ADP in fantasy pros. So one, who is John Bates? And two, why is he your sleeper? Well, it wouldn't be a show if I didn't just go wild card on the rules. So we're going to talk about John Bates a little bit. And he is a tight end with the Washington Commanders. And the reason he has no ADP is because people are stupid. I'm sorry. I got nothing better to say here. Logan Thomas is coming off an injury. He's coming off slowly from this injury. Carson Wentz is there and loves his tight ends. These tight ends get play in this offense before Carson Wentz. And now Carson Wentz is there. With this guy, like Alex said for Wandale, you could basically make him your last pick or pick him up and stream him. He gets the Jaguars in the first week. That's not a good team. Like, it's just there. Like, look, you keep an eye on the Logan Thomas news. I don't think it's looking good for him. He's coming back very slowly. There hasn't been any real positives to him. Yeah, he's also so, 100. Yeah, and he's <laughs> old as hell. And then I'm going to let Alex talk about the stat he dropped before the show because it's his stat, and it was a good stat. But John Bates is a pick to look at. So, Alex, finish it off. Give him the stat. So, before I start, what's pretty cool, didn't realize this, we got Doug versus Wentz week one. Added to rivalry week, week one. Yeah. So, after the bye week this past season, in every single game, John Bates played at least 57% of the snaps and had three games above 90%. So, he's been seeing the field. So he may be a sleeper in fantasy, but the commanders aren't sleeping on him. There's a reason they kept him around. There's a reason they played him last year. He's going to have a role in that offense. Yeah. There's really no slot receiver right there. Curtis Samuel, unfortunately, can't stay healthy. Dotson and McLaurin are going to be on the outside. Carson can only funnel the middle of the field, like we know, sadly, he's an Eagles fan. Yep. So Bates should see some type of play. He's a vet, like you said beyond a sleeper, to put up non-zeros. And that's what's most important at the tight end position right now. Yeah, Ron Rivera will ruin him. Don't worry about it. <laughs> <Ooh>. <laughs> Ron Rivera is Jeff Fisher. 
At that at that point, though, at the point of no ADP and the last round, you can pick him up as a free agent. If he hurts you, you get rid of him. You know what I mean? You only oh, have yeah. to stream him, and he gets a great matchup in the first week. I forget who they play in the second week at the moment, but I think the third week is the Eagles. And even though we have new linebackers, we used to suck against the tight ends. So it's a good couple of weeks to start with. It's a good shot of the streamer. It is a dark one. Yes. And we will be – I will make sure Joe clips all of this if John Bates <laughs> goes off in week one, two, three, pretty much any time in weeks I'll one through 18. shut up. If he goes off, <laughs> Joe is clipping this and is I'm posting never it Never going to shut up. Never, also, ever going to shut up. <laughs> which reminds me, check out the Triple Play Fantasy TikTok channel. Make sure you go ahead and follow that on TikTok. All right. So, Alex, we have Austin Hooper, tight end 23, pick 199. Why is Elson Hooper your sleeper? So speaking of tight ends who will put up a non-zero, that'll be Austin Hooper. Tennessee is in a very ambiguous wide receiver room. You have rookie Kyle Phillips, Akine Westbrook, I probably butchered his name, rookie Traylon Burks, Bobby Trees coming off of an injury. Hooper's only 27, has two top seven seasons, and is healthy. So there's a good chance that he becomes a safety blanket for Ryan Tannehill early on. And if things change and Malik Willis ends up being the starter at some point in the season, what do rookie quarterbacks love? Their safety blanket tight end. So Hooper could realistically see 70 to 80 targets and put up very similar production to what he did in Atlanta. All right. And I'm going to finish up with just some honorable mentions. Wouldn't be a show without Cole Komet. <laughs> got to talk about that. So we got tight end 13, pick 129. We have Irv Smith Jr., tight end 16, pick 156. And Evan Ingram, QB 20, pick 167. Is that what Evan Ingram looks like? That is what it looks like. <laughs> <laughs> Quarterback 20, Evan Ingram, pick 177. <laughs> yep, tight end. I got to love how I like update all of these and none of them save. Fantastic. So... Oh my god. That covers <laughs> I don't want to make of fun of you, Zach, but I'm pretty sure your picture of Jared Goff is Matt Stafford too. No, I promise <laughs> you that was Jared Goff. I'm bringing it back up. Oh bring, my god. Bring it I'm back. Bring it back. Apparently. I'm Where done. is it? I hope it's Matt Stafford. That would be great. No, no, it's 100% Jared Goff. You just it was a side profile. That is Jared Goff. No, it's not. That's Matt. Bro, that's definitely that's Matt, Matt Stafford. Stafford. That's Jared Goff. We're pulling I up promise. pictures later. I promise it's Jared Goff. <laughs> and besides, Matt Stafford, great sleeper as well. <laughs> perfect, perfect tie-in. I'm fine with it. Love it. <laughs> but we are off the rails now. So yeah, yeah. This whole, this whole, we switched the Mondays and everything went wrong, man. Yeah. <laughs> We're ready to go to sleep. So thank you all for tuning in. We will be back next week. What are we talking next week, guys? I may remember. Nope. <laughs> you know I don't read the thing till next week. <laughs> I got you guys covered. We're going to be going over <laughs> waiver wire strategies uh, as we get you guys ready for the season since we are the waiver wire show for Triple Play Fantasy. So we wouldn't be the waiver wire show if we didn't tell you how to use the waiver wire before we get to the season. So please make sure you like, subscribe, follow, all that fun stuff for our Triple Play Fantasy YouTube channel as well as the podcast uh, wherever you're listening to. Make sure you follow Steve, Alex, Joe, and myself on Twitter. We have lots of great content coming out as a, as a team um, and as Triple Play Fantasy. We even started basketball coverage this week. So we got you covered for any sport that you're interested in. 
So thanks again, guys, and have a good one, everyone. Take care. See you.